And now I'm sitting here looking at my tape recorder, and it's about full, which means it's enough for book number two. So I'll just tell this little story about Vegas and, and end book number two. So me and Muggsy are off to Vegas to meet Big Walt. As soon as we arrive in Vegas, we check into the Flamingo Hotel and head directly across the street to Caesar's Palace, where we have a very exciting afternoon. We head for the blackjack tables, and at the table directly across from us, in comes Frank Sinatra and two comedians, Charlie Callis and Jackie Mason. Now, the comedian Jackie Mason was probably most famous for getting kicked off early TV shows at Sullivan, at Sullivan's Amateur Hour. Jackie Mason gave somebody the finger light on television and they had a blackout the TV. And that's what Bobby was most famous for. Now, Charlie Callis was a very, very funny man. He was, had routines very similar to Roger Dangerfield of today. Anyway, the three of them came in and you could tell they were drunk. They were staggering and laughing and having a good old time. And they start playing blackjack in the table directly across from me and being Muggsy. And a pretty girl come walking by. She was with a young fella. It looked like a weightlifter, big, strong guy. And he was with this pretty girl. And on a white tight dress sequence. And her ass stuck way out. And Frank Sinatra was eyeing them as they came walking down the aisle. And as they passed Sinatra, he reached over and patted her on the ass, which set this young guy into a rage. And he come at Sinatra, and Sinatra's bodyguards came out of nowhere and surrounded. And the next thing you know, Caesar's palace's bodyguards came to ward off Frank Sinatra's bodyguards. Oh, my goodness. The situation calmed down, and they started playing blackjack. Sinatra was losing, and he got mad and tore the cards up and threw them at the dealer. The pit boss come over and said, you can't do that, and now come the bodyguards again. Jackie Mason says, come on, Frank. We're going to go play something else. Let's get out of here. But Sinatra insisted. He wanted a new dealer and new cards, and they played a little while, and then they got ushered off to go somewhere else. Anyway, that made for a very exciting afternoon for me and Muggsy. Now me and Muggsy headed across the street to the Flamingo. It was time for Walter to be getting in. Walter arrives and informs me that Spider got five years back in Philly for that stabbing in the bar. I felt sorry for Spider getting the five years. After all, he didn't even do anything. But then I thought to myself, if you're going to kill somebody, Philadelphia would be the right place 
The points you get is five years. Now we start playing blackjack in the flamingo. We were having a bad run of luck. Muggsy must have dropped a couple of grand. Waller maybe three or four grand. He was a big spender, Walter. And I was losing the same amount there. And we decided to call it a night. At least they did. Them two went to their rooms and went to sleep. I still had a little money left. So I made a phone call. I wired my sister to send me some money. I figured I'll play this little bit I got left to see how I do. And I started to have a winning streak. And that's the way gambling is. You can get on a winning streak and ride it and make a lot of money in a short time. So here's what happened. I just started winning at the blackjack table. I couldn't do anything wrong. In walking back to go to the men's room, I would cash in some chips and count out the money. Hundred dollar bills, put it in my sock, and back to the blackjack table, win some more. Walk back, cash in some chips, count out the money in hundred dollar bills. I now had Muggsy's money back, all his money back, and almost all my money back, and I'm laughing to myself. I said, I won't need that money. I can call my sister and tell her, forget wiring me the money. Now that I was winning so heavily in such, in such a short time, I had the same attitude that the dealer had when he was winning. I was laughing and just taunting with the dealer, and he was getting mad. <coughs> you could see he wanted to tear up the cards and throw them in my face, but he's not allowed to do that. So anyway, I look at my watch and I say, Jesus, it's... Eight o'clock. I said, the guys will be getting up soon. I'll play for another hour or two. Wait till they get up and we'll all go have breakfast. Maybe I'll wake them up at 10 o'clock and we'll all go have breakfast. So I keep playing. And just as that winning streak comes, it can go. And when you're on a losing streak, you can lose even more money than you've won in even a shorter time. But that's gambling for you. So, next thing you know, I'm on the losing streak. And out comes the money from my sock. And out comes the money from the other sock. And here I am. It's 10 o'clock. It's time for them guys to be getting up for breakfast. And I'm in the same position as when they went to bed. Oh, well. I wake the guys up. And we all go into this buffet for breakfast. While in there, in comes Charlie Callis, the comedian. Now, Charlie Callis was a very funny man. He was a tall, thin fella, and he stuttered when he talked. And he comes in doing one of his routines about how you can lose your money in Las Vegas. And he had the place in stitches. He was taking scrambled eggs and putting it on his head. Oh, you had to be there. He just had the place roaring. Anyway, he comes over and sits down with us, and we had a few laughs with Charlie Callis. That was very nice and interesting. And here's where I'm going to end my story. Big Walt decides to come back to L.A. 
with me and Mopsy. <clears throat> I'm going to start out book number three with some of the great stories that are still left about the L.A. and the Van Nuys shops with the great characters out there. Dr. Dog, Hazel E. Crow, and the circles keep spinning. Dominic Chance comes back into my life. There's a great story about a gun. There's two stories about stabbings. There's a robbery. There's a death. There's the party of a lifetime. A great, great story. And then there's the birth of the National Tattoo Supply Company, which leads to another lifetime of excitement and adventure. See you there.